0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg and today I'm delighted to welcome a very, very accomplished individual from the US currently in India, Geetha Vemparala. Geetha, welcome to the show. Thank you,
1: Ashutosh. Uh, so happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Geetha is a divorce and transition coach, She's a divorce coach for women. She's a life coach, a relationship coach. And as a divorce coach, she collaborates with a lot of attorneys. So Gita, before we get into the work that you do, tell me what made you leave a lucrative corporate career in sustainability and start off on your own?
1: Well, after I left my sustainability or my environmental work, I did a couple of other uh, stints uh, in the corporate world. Uh, I was not ready to leave it yet. Mm-hmm. So I worked at uh, another large uh, Fortune. I left one Fortune 500 company and then jumped into another one, worked there for a few years, and then finally uh, another seven years at uh, an insurance uh, company. Okay. Um, For a very long time I wanted to be a social worker. This was since my teen years uh, and I was inspired by a movie that I saw, I watched at that time Mm -hmm. Um, but life had different plans for me. Most of the time it does. Mm -hmm. Uh, I graduated from college, I got uh, married while uh, still in college and then I followed my husband to the U.S. Mm-hmm. in uh, 1990, okay. and I there right away. I began my master's
2: education. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, then, during the course of time, I volunteered at a number of different nonprofits. You know, for many years mm-hmm. to quench my thirst for serving the community, for giving back, and uh, this all this I did while taking care of my family, uh, which was growing. Uh, when my children were old enough, uh, we volunteered together, especially mm-hmm. my daughter and I. Uh, then there are a number of things. I know this is kind of a long winded answer, mm-hmm. but please bear with me. Um, uh, there are a number of uh, things that led to this decision in the
2: mm-hmm. world. Okay.
1: Um, I have been through divorce, uh, not once, but uh, two times, mm-hmm. and I have experienced uh, difficult marriages and Nasty
0: divorces. Understand.
1: So I've been through, um, in in the last, well, in the last few years, I've had a nagging pull to do more on the volunteering or the helping side, helping others. Mm. Um, So I wanted to help women... who are experiencing or who have experienced what I have experienced mm-hmm. similar challenges mm-hmm. and women who are in different phases too like who are struggling in their marriages currently uh, or who are in the midst of divorce they've decided to leave or post-divorce too this challenge is every stage has its own uh, challenges. So for a while, I've been thinking about how I can spend more time doing this while supporting my uh, my children and me mm-hmm. financially and support uh, myself. So I didn't know how to go about this, uh, you know, full time. Mm-hmm. So I worked with a with a coach who helped me figure out that life coaching is one way to approach this passion and desire to help. Correct. So I, So I got trained and uh, certified as a life coach. Um, So putting together uh, the wisdom that I have gained Mm -hmm. uh, through my experiences and also the knowledge gained through training, I said, okay, I'm going to start my journey to help other women. Mm -hmm. And I have been helping women get through their uh, relationship challenges in their marriages and uh, post divorce, too. uh, I've been helping a number of them. Something else that uh, prompted me Mm -hmm. is leaving the corporate world. You Mm -hmm. know, sometimes you need a push um, is spirituality. Mm -hmm. I consider myself a a fledgling spiritual practitioner. Mm I consciously started dipping my toes into the waters of spirituality just a few years ago. Okay. Uh, so the awareness enhanced by my spiritual practices mm-hmm. gave me the push that I needed to uh, to take this step. Okay. And also, thanks to uh, COVID, you know, uh, COVID has been a real negative thing, but there's there are some positives that came out of it if you mm-hmm. wish to see those positives. Very interesting. It. Uh, so it uh, it hastened my decision to come to India. I had not seen my parents uh, in a year and a half.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I said I want to go uh, go back to India and back in the sense visit and spend some time with my parents. Okay. So shortly after I came here, I decided to uh, quit my job and go full time, you know, start out uh, on
0: my own, so I can make a bigger difference. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, when you talk of divorce, uh, mm. and uh, thank you for sharing that you draw a lot about you, uh, from your own experience. Uh, what are some of the common challenges that uh, women face, uh, when they're confronted with uh, a difficult uh, situation?
1: Um you mean common challenges in terms of uh, in terms you know, of settling settling to, a divorce Yes, why would they want to uh, get divorced right. Right. Uh, so there's, there's many um, <clears throat> sorry uh, when a woman or a man for that matter
2: mm.
1: enters a marriage, they are looking for uh, happiness, Mm -hmm. okay, happily ever after.
2: You know, they are not
1: thinking of uh, divorce. Mm -hmm. So when trouble starts in the marriage, Mm -hmm. um, you know trouble has started, but there is confusion. Mm -hmm. What should I do? So one challenge, a big challenge they go through prior to getting the divorce is Mm -hmm. that confusion. What do I do? Do I stay? In a marriage or do I leave and then uh, and one of the biggest reasons is first, you don't start out of marriage thinking divorce mm-hmm. but the other reason is children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have children though, how am I going to bring these children up on, a, on my own? Correct. Uh, can I maintain a healthy environment for these children?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, how will it affect their lives? Mm. That's another reason. Sure. And then, um, then they have you no know, money, financial finances. Mm. So these are all challenges or questions that uh, the women face mm. who are who have already made the decision or who are getting ready to make that decision mm. to divorce. Mm. So finances, and I, I I do want to emphasize that it is not just women who are homemakers that face this challenge. Mm. It is. Uh, those who are also financially, you know, they are independent. Supposedly, they have a full-time job, they're bringing Mm -hmm. in the money, Mm -hmm. but they have given up their financial control to their spouses. Mm -hmm. So what happens is uh, that works fine most of the time, but uh, when this situation arises where the divorce, you know, the talk of divorce comes up, the marriage is not working, Mm -hmm. then the women um, are stuck With having no money in that Mm -hmm. control, so the person who holds uh, the financial control has the power there. Mm -hmm. So that is another big challenge. And of course, you know, the reasons for the divorce could be emotional abuse, financial abuse, and so many. You know, there's gaslighting, putting the person down constantly. So these are all reasons that women.
2: Based on on
0: your experience, Geeta, at what stage does an individual take a call and say enough is enough?
1: Yes, uh, it could be different reasons. It could take many years for one to make that decision, Hmm. going back and forth. No, this is not right. Uh, There comes a point when you have completely lost yourself Mm -hmm. and that's what happened to me Uh, and uh, I was walking on eggshells all the time and I'm not being myself even to speak reasonably you know I wouldn't feel like I had a voice to say anything without you know things hitting the fan Mm -hmm. Uh, so when you can't bear it anymore then you feel uh, okay I am ready to take this I'm ready to take it on no matter what but it takes a lot to
2: get to that point, I
0: can imagine. I can imagine. So, when uh, a, you know, an individual uh, is going through this challenge and reaches out to you as a divorce <laughs> coach, how do you step in and what support do you give? Yeah,
1: so as I mentioned, it takes a lot before someone decides to come to me they have already been through a lot mm. so then they want to see uh, <clears throat> how can how can a coach help and coaches divorce coaching is fairly new
2: right.
1: uh, divorce attorneys have been there for a long time yeah. but divorce coaching is fairly new so uh, so of course I explained to them how I can help and uh, and doesn't matter, you know. I, in my view, every case I have seen, every uh, individual that has come to me for help,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's been they've been in a challenging situation, mm. extremely challenging situation. So there are so many issues to deal with. One is, and the most important thing that I stress is emotional well-being. Because you are not in a good place when you have arrived at that decision. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean the decision is wrong, but you are absolutely not in a good place. So my main focus
2: mm-hmm.
1: is the client's emotional well-being. So I where I can intervene is, okay, you need to first take care of yourself. So basic, even the meditation and uh, going out in nature, all the things I tell them, they know. I'm not telling. My clients, anything they don't know, but I am here to hold their hand, to walk them through the process. Mm-hmm. So emotional well-being is the big thing that I help them with. And, um, and it doesn't matter whether this is post-divorce or you are still going through the process. So even post-divorce, you have issues like co-parenting. So if you have children, how do you uh, manage that, you know, your spouse and you may not be on the same page, or even if you are, everybody involved is adjusting to this new new routine of child meditation and all that. And uh, so that is where I, I, uh, I help through conversations, you know, and I help them with their uh, communication. How do you communicate, you know, because this is where
0: the problems
2: arise
0: in the communication. Okay. Um, so uh, another question that I have for you, Geeta is that, um, and I know many, many people, you know, highly qualified young men and women, get married young, move out of India, and then both have their own sets of aspirations. And given the fact that the cultural systems with almost no family support outside India, the pressure always comes on one or the other partner and that is when uh, some kind of mismatch of expectations starts right i'd love to get your perspective on why uh, this seems to happen so often
1: oh yeah but why is a billion dollar question uh, so i can speak you are asking me from uh, An Indian moving abroad.
0: Absolutely. From an Indian perspective. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I will answer from that perspective, but these challenges exist everywhere.
2: I'm sure.
1: So I have spoken to uh, individuals there in the US, in Europe, Africa, you know, all over the world. Mm. Uh, I see this as a grassroots issue. Uh, And I, I have not. I, have, I may not have mentioned to you, but there is this uh, intervention and prevention, right, of issues.
2: Mm. So, uh,
1: what where I am coming in now is the intervention. Mm. But there is a big prevention aspect that we don't talk about enough. Mm. So it goes back to the grassroots, uh, how you are raised, how uh, these young men and women. Mm-hmm. up uh, uh, what is the environment in their in their home?
2: Exactly. You
1: know, uh, so I will speak from a woman's uh, perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, men are taught a certain way. This is what women mm-hmm. are supposed to do mm-hmm. and uh, or be. So, it, so they they grow up with that thought process, and then they uh, when they get married. They, let's say they go abroad or they stay here because even in India, couples in India, there's so many couples who are actually uh, working. Both of them are working jobs and you know, taking care of their uh, families. So that is one reason I see where it's the environment in which you grew up and are you able to accept this new uh, uh you know, this new woman who wants to be independent also, who wants to go out Mm. uh, and, uh, you know, more financial independence and be who she wants to be. So I think it's acceptance of that Mm. is one of uh, the biggest challenges. And if you approach marriage from a perspective of, what can i do for you you know what can i do for you you know that kind of uh, the, from that place i feel marriages will be so much happier where one at one time it's possible okay the husband will need to do more
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, the wife needs to step back to take care of the family at another time uh, the, the wife will need to do more outside so the husband you know it, it's a balance there is really no magic answer or a silver bullet to this. I agree. I, I think it's developing that understanding.
2: Between each
0: other. So, so when you know, uh, based on your own uh, experiences with your own life and with uh, so many of your clients, uh, should there be a checklist that uh, you know premarital checklist, so to speak? That you, you know say that uh, these are some of the things that I need to take care of to ensure that I don't come up with any surprises and I think in in, in uh, a lot of countries, the prenup agreement seems to be one such thing but in yes. India, I don't think Indians believe in that so far.
1: Correct because um, and I'll tell you how the prenup does help uh, mm-hmm. um, but this checklist, it's funny you asked me that question because um, I have been in conversation, I've been having conversations with young people
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, about what they think, you know, that these are not, uh, these are young girls, very young women, we're not married yet, they're yeah. still in college, mm-hmm. you know, how, what do they want to do, how do you have these conversations with the parents, how do we prevent these conflicts after you right. get married? <laughs> See, one thing we have to remember is we all change throughout our life, the, the person I married will not be the same person two years, five years, ten years from now. Right. So I can't say, oh, you said this or mm. we agreed to this. You know, Yeah, that helps to some extent, but really, you know, you both need to evolve. So both continue to be on the same page. Cool. But one of the young women uh, did suggest maybe we should have a checklist Um before uh, we get married. I think that will help to some extent, where, uh, okay, I I want to work so many hours. I think both need to have that agreement, right? So It has to come from both sides. Mm -hmm. Uh, Each should be allowed to do what they want within the boundaries of their marriage, Mm -hmm. but having a checklist might help. Okay, I did agree to that, so it will help you it'll help the conversation at that time. Mm -hmm. It it does not guarantee anything. Absolutely. Right. So we all have the prerogative to change our minds at different times,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, but continue to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So with respect to prenups um, abroad, uh, it helps those who have uh, prenups generally are uh, those individuals who come into the marriage with a lot of assets Mm and a lot of wealth. So you want to protect your wealth so you have your prenup mm.
2: generally. Okay. Or
1: if, if they are, uh, if they want to go beyond that okay if they are uh, seeing a potential divorce we don't know we can't predict any mm. of that mm. right at the time you get married you cannot predict, predict that I'll be divorced 10 years from now right. but it, it, there is a potential for that to happen so if they see that they put all that in paper uh, a good prenup uh, we'll have everything, okay. If we split our home, this is how it's going to be. It will just ease the conflict a little bit. That's how I feel. Prenups help. I've not done one, um, but I have spoken to people that prenups have.
0: I understand. Helped. Yeah. My my next question, Yogita, is what is the role a strong family plays in supporting, um, you know, a challenge when both uh, individuals are determined to separate?
1: A family plays a significant role and mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they should know that uh, you know yeah, there are many families you know many people who go through divorce without support of families mm-hmm. but it takes a huge toll on the individuals going through it but a family okay. plays a very significant role and starting with the parents. Mm-hmm. So when their children, whether it's a son or daughter, decides to go through the divorce, of course, you will try to compromise, you'll try to make the two parties, talk, you'll try all those things. But Mm. once that decision is made, you know, uh, you be there for them. Mm. You may not know how to support them, but be there for them and tell them, I'm here, I know this is painful. You know this includes parents and even other extended family. Mm. I don't know exactly what you're going through but I know it is painful but I am here if and when you you need me I am here. The other way I believe families should support their uh, children going through this very challenging event in life uh, is make no judgments, you know? And you will always, uh, I don't know if you're aware, but there's this peanut gallery, there's all these people on the sidelines waiting to make comments and pass their judgments on people. Oh, he divorced frivolously, or she uh, took that divorce for very frivolous reasons. We don't know, it's only the two people who are in the marriage, you know, behind those doors, they know. Why this is not working? Well said. So the way family can help is provide that space, provide uh, that unconditional support. You know, if there's children involved, give those children as much love. You know, if there's grandchildren. I mean, give them as much love as possible. So you're helping your children also shield them from the negative effects of uh, divorce. Very interesting.
0: So, uh, Gita, I have time for two more questions for you. You know, uh, when I was preparing uh, to have my conversation with you, I was reading, and I read earlier on what are some of the top 10 stress creators for human beings. And you know, uh, there are several stress mm-hmm. creators, number one and number three being, you know, the passing away of a spouse the passing away of a child. Mm-hmm. But the number two one, that I found uh, based on what's called the Holmes and Ra stress scale mm-hmm. is uh, a divorce. Yes. So uh, when someone is going through such a divorce, how does one tackle all the stress?
1: My experience, the way I tackled is to support of my family mm-hmm. and a few good friends. Okay. So uh, it helps, and, and I totally agree that divorce is next to death. Mm-hmm. The trauma that is caused by Correct. divorce. Correct. Uh, and, and the trauma, not just the event where you sign the papers, but prior to that, this individual or the individuals have been going through this stress for could be for a very long time. So they are already so stressed out. So uh, again, you know, how the family support is very important. I know we talked about it in the previous question, but family support is very important and friends, even if it's two or three good friends, because a lot of friends in divorce, uh, it has been by personal experience, friends walk away. Mm. And uh, of course, at that time, I made all these stories up in my mind, oh, they, they are good, good weather friends and whatnot. Mm. But I started thinking about it later. Friends don't know how to support you. Mm. Uh, That's why they walk away. They don't, they get uncomfortable because they have not had the experience. They don't know anybody else who's had the experience. So if you are a friend, if you're a close friend of this individual who's going through the divorce, just be there, be Mm. there without judgment. Allow that space for this individual to talk to you. And there's, of course, I teach my clients other uh, things. If they don't have family, or if they have minimum family support or friend support,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, you have to bring that strength from mm-hmm. within yourself. So I teach my clients how to do that, you know, through meditation, connecting with nature, and all those things. But family support is um,
2: very critical.
1: Plays a significant role.
0: Fantastic. So Gita, we've now run out of time. So on that note, I really do want to say, thank you so much, you know, thank you for sharing with me some of your deepest experiences, your own personal experiences. Uh, thank you for talking to me about the challenges a couple would go through, uh, how important families are in supporting the stress that goes happens in a marriage. And uh, thank you for everything that you're doing for so many people good luck to you.
1: Thank you, Ashutosh. Thank you for uh, the opportunity, you know, uh, for providing your platform, you know, uh, for me to speak, to reach out. I hope I'll be able to reach out uh, to as many individuals who need help as possible. I do have some parting words for for your audiences. I want to say divorce is hard, Mm. whether You're a woman or whether you're a man. Mm. And if you're going through divorce, you start from a place of compassion for yourself and for your spouse.
2: Mm. Don't
1: get blinded by uh, the feelings of revenge, anger. Uh, You will need to process these feelings over time, and you will when you start your healing journey. Mm -hmm. And I'm not implying that one should be submissive uh, nor take the role of a victim here. But when you start from a place of compassion, you will take the necessary action in a conscious and deliberate manner. And this, the decisions you make will be, you know, you will serve yourself better and your children better in the long term if you take these from a place of compassion. And I also want your audience, the folks who are going through this challenge to think about this. Think about what you want to create in the world. What do you want to create for your children? Mm-hmm. And use these as guideposts to take action as you go through this big, major transition. Mm-hmm. And remember, transitions are always uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and because you're venturing into the unknown. Very, thank very, you. very, thank very, thank very wise
0: words indeed. And I'm sure all our viewers and listeners will listen to what your advice is and. Uh, if, if they have to, they will. They can, you know, contact you on LinkedIn and reach out to you, of course. Thank you, Ashutosh.
1: Thank you, you so much. Very nice chatting with you. Thank
0: you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You, videocast and podcast. A platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website, www.tbcwide.